You're listening to the Pocket Coven Podcast, where we explore the magical and mystical and where they intersect with the wide world of mental health. I'm Amber Lenore, a pagan creative arts therapist. And I'm Callie Little, a pagan emotional support witch and artist. We invite you to listen, connect, and deepen your relationship's magic. And to yourself. We're the coven in your pocket. Welcome to the Pocket Coven podcast. We're back. It is year two. As we've been calling it behind the scenes, wheel two, as we work in wheels of the year. I cannot believe that we've made 45 episodes. We have talked a lot. (laughs) (laughs) We spent a lot of time in the same room over faulty internet connections across state lines. It's just been a lot. Yeah, we really have. We have traveled together and researched together and created together and gotten through conflicts together and just so many things. I've never spent this much time with you, you know, because we, we have a podcast together now. So yeah, it's really interesting. We have done so much troubleshooting, which, by the way, the past tense of troubleshoot, I know is troubleshooted, but I always want to say troubleshat. <laughs> <laughs> and I did want to tell our listeners that our new recording setup is working. I mentioned that in our spell casting episode that we were casting a new spell that day, trying to find a new method of audio recording, and I think we found it. We are no longer using this like online platform that's glitching. We just have this other kind of more elaborate setup, but it's safer and more controlled. So the spell worked. We cast a very effective spell. Yeah, it's so much less stressful. Fingers fucking crossed. Um, But oh, I'm just so grateful for all of the things that we have learned along the way because, oh, has it been... A headache. (laughs) Like so many things that you would write in a yearbook are coming up for me. Like, wow, what a wild ride. Make sure you stay in touch. Hags. You're so fun. You know, like like all of those little, little anecdotes. Yeah. What were a couple of your uh, personal highlights? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, Gosh, there's so many highlights. I know. The trips that we took together, they were so instrumental in us getting creative together and spending time on our relationship. So those were wonderful. Um, The guests, like the people we have talked to have all been so fucking cool. Yeah. And I've liked all of those. Like, I feel like I've met so many people because I want to talk to them about their witchcraft. Yeah. And I feel a sense of community expanding, um, which is really nice. Also, like some of my favorite episodes, uh, Shadow of the Bad Witch is just like one of my favorites. I'm really proud of that episode and people have really loved it. And that song that... That that Miles made. Yeah, I always want to say Opal Cub, but yes, Miles. I still like have that song in my head all the time. Oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, there are so many highlights, but um, one of the things that we had talked about really wanting to put at the top of this episode is our intense gratitude for this community. Um, We have just dove right in, you know, to 
making a podcast straight out of our hearts and minds and time and energy and maybe blood or something, but you all have received it so beautifully and held us with such care and uh, just the amount of communal appreciation that is felt, I think, in all directions. It is astounding. I have felt very loved and held and safe with the feedback we've gotten. And also, you know, my sense of safety is unique to me. You know, people may say something at some point. They will. Let's just say someone's going to give us feedback that's going to really hurt at some point. And that's also okay because I am responsible for my sense of safety and for my ability to hold feedback that's given to me. We're talking about community and you know, something that comes up for me around community and around creative projects and around money is the way that the idea of community can be used to manipulate people. Um, I saw that a lot in nonprofit. We're just this big family, just this big community. But we weren't like that was just a really helpful framework for funding and to keep people employed or to bring in money, basically. And I see a lot of that, like capitalism yeah. getting like wrapped up. And so, you know, a question I have for myself always is how do we actually not just say that we're interested in community, but actually express that and live that value, um, not in an unsafe or unboundaried way, but basically how do we include the voices of the people that we claim to be in community with? I agree. It's so important to have a practice of that. And I think one of the ways that has been so beautiful for us has been our Patreon community. You know, it's not that there's a ton of discourse on it or anything, but it's more that that's where we share our most intimate posts. We make all those bonus episodes that are about our more personal experiences. And then we're also getting comments and messages from people about their personal experiences and we get to respond to those. Um, so I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to a few of our newest patrons. We have two new yearly patrons. So those are folks that have paid for an entire year of content up at like at sign up, which is wild to me. That's so much trust in our ability to post content. Confidence, <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. So thank you to Kate and to Araya, who have both just become yearly patrons. And we also have so many new monthly patrons. We've got Chris, Amanda, Star, Dawn, Jalen, Sherry. And I'm actually pretty sure that I've left some people out. So here's the thing. We didn't keep up with thanking every patron on this podcast. So what I want y'all to do is if we haven't said your name yet on this podcast, we want to say it. So please send me a message on our Patreon or on Instagram, whatever. I would prefer Patreon because it's just easy to keep track of stuff in one place. But I want to shout you out. So let us know. We've got 70 patrons now. Yeah. We, and, and we really would like to... Um be more consistent about shouting you out and including you and including, um, yeah, your name, your voice, like just who you are in our process. Yeah. But we also have some ways to share some other listener voices, which are the amazing messages you all sent us to celebrate our one year anniversary. And we have not listened to them yet. So let's crack them open, Amber. 
Yes. So we have two audio messages that are very sweet. And then we have a good collection of reviews and um, other written messages that people have left us. I mean, I hope they're sweet. We genuinely have not listened to them yet. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah. Good point. (laughs) I'm assuming they're sweet. What if it's just hate mail and they're like, you're stupid bitches. (laughs) I kind of hope they're like, you know what? You fucking suck. (laughs) (laughs) You're full of shit. Like I'm kind of into it. They're like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I think first up we have a message from our listener and uh, friend of the show, Margaret. Hi, Amber and Callie. Uh, this is Margaret tuning into the Pocket Coven from Seattle, Washington. Um, one way that the Pocket Coven has impacted my life uh, in a very tangible way is um, after the episode where you had your whole coven on, um, I started following EJ on Instagram And I recently got a tattoo from them of a little chrysalis that they had on their flash. And, you know, in the episode, y'all were talking about transformation and, uh, you know, being in the goo, not knowing what's going to happen when you surrender to transformation Um, and all of that. And butterflies and moths have always been really potent symbols and themes in my life. So it's really wonderful to have this tattoo and to have this little connection from listening to the podcast. Uh, Aside from that, I have just been finding that listening to other witches talk about their magical philosophy and magical practice has just really deepened my own witchcraft. Um, Just giving me lots of things to think about and things to try, so many wonderful resources to look through and wonderful guests and people that I'm learning about. And I'm just really grateful for y'all and can't wait for another year of the Pocket Coven. Thanks so much. Bye. I'm fucking dead right now. I'm crying a little. I genuinely have tears in my eyes too. <laughs> no, I feel so weird and good about that. <laughs> wow. That, Margaret, you got a tattoo from our coven mate because of it. Oh, just, oh, I'm so squishy from that message. Oh, I'm, yeah, I, I feel pulverized. That was awesome. That felt really good. <sighs> and I'm trying to sense into like why that, I think that it just reminds me of all the women that helped me (laughs) and all the people, all the safe men, all the wonderful queers, all my fucking trans deities, like so many different kinds of people like have helped me and continue to help me. Like, it's not like I am not being helped. I'm being helped a lot right now, actually, which is great. And messages like this help. Yeah. They give us magic back. And, um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Margaret. That message reflects, I mean, so much of what we want to give people, um, and just feeling uh, for me, feeling the sense of like, there's somebody out there who's interacting with me, um, and caring about what I do. That is such an amazing gift. And it makes me in relationship to you, you know? Thank you for being that voice and giving us that sweet message because it just makes this a lot more real. 
Yeah. It's like the opposite of an evil eye, a loving eye. Oh, oh. a blessing <laughs> eye. A blessing eye. Yeah. I believe our, uh, our next message is from darling Cordelia Rose, who we actually had on this show for the self-worship episode. I've been so excited to listen to this message. Holy shit, me too. <laughs> hey, Amber. Hey, Callie. It's Cordelia. Happy one year anniversary. Happy podcast B-Day. I just wanted to send a big congrats to the both of you and a huge thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. That recording our episode that day was seriously so healing for me and so lovely. And all of your episodes truly are full of so much magic. And I just want to thank you both for sharing all that you share with all of us. So thank you. And I send my big lovins and lots of kisses. And I can't wait to see what next season brings. Mwah. Oh, I love that. Also, I love Cordelia. She's one of my favorite people. Like, I was so into Cordelia before we interviewed her. Like, you know, this is one of the coolest parts about having your own podcast. Mm -hmm. I just really genuinely want to talk to these people. (laughs) Yeah. Like, hey, hi, can we be friends? Can I know you? Tell me. Tell me how you love yourself. That's so potent. So if you're not following Cordelia Rose Black, Rosewater Spritz, please do. Like this person is also putting a ton of energy and love and just witchcraft like through Instagram. Like they are spells. Please follow. Agreed. Oh, thank you, Cordelia. That message is so, so sweet. And to know that that was a healing moment for you is really magical because it was so healing for us as individuals. And I know so many listeners really, really resonated with that episode. Uh, I had, I just wanted to say also like, yeah, I had clients come back to me. Um, it's, it's fun and also vulnerable to have my clients listen to my podcast, but I'm, I lean into like, it's, it's pretty good actually. And, and then I also get to connect them to other really cool witches. And I had several people I work with, like, I think the term is grok. I don't like that term, but like really feel. Have you ever heard of grokking? No, I'm making such a weird face at you right now. <laughs> you are. You are. To grok it is to like really, really feel it. They really felt that episode. Mm. They felt so poly sure about it. Fucking grok, bruh. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I felt that episode too. I was so excited about it. Can we just stay on Polly Shore now? <laughs> Are we a Polly Shore fan podcast now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know anything about him. He might be a piece of shit. He might be a saint. I don't know. I don't know. That's what we're here to discuss. So about <laughs> Polly Shore. <laughs> uh, all right. So our final message. Uh, this came via email from Selena in Northern California. And I have to say, I have to give Selena the tiniest bit of shit because the first line says, ladies, congratulations. And Poe too, of course. And I just want to say, you know, Peach, my dog, he a good boy. (laughs) He's way better. My dog is a hellacious (laughs) goblin. Um, But that's just a joke. Um, I know that in your heart, you truly love Peach, um, even if you don't know he exists. All right. So ladies, congratulations and Poe too, of course. I found you maybe a month after you started your pod. Actually, you guys were the first witchcraft podcast I listened to ever. 
I was beyond fascinated. It inspired me to listen to other witches. In dark moments of feeling no esteem or unclear with my anxiety and deep in depression, you all have saved my ass many times during COVID. I started following you on Instagram and taking your suggestions and listening to your favorites or following them. I just started my Instagram account in November 2020, so that was all new to me too. I was listening to your podcast for two months, I think, before that. You both taught me things that allowed me to explore my own wants in magic and to hold space and adore my feelings, not self-loathing in them as I had been. I was not able to go to live AA meetings. Yes, Zoom, but that was difficult and at times unforgiving. And having inspiration through your podcast really invoked some special qualities about myself that I'd forgotten and shoved way, way, way deep down inside due to my choice to stay in a toxic marriage. Long story made medium, I left him and it's over. And my life got recreated because of the feelings I got again and again when I heard the joy and laughter in your practices, beliefs, and integrity for your craft and doing all the things. Listening to you guys with your witty banter and your reminding each other of things that have happened in trips and vacations and your feelings and times with friends, all the fun. Your show kept me hopeful to recreate myself in a new life, another chance at a sober life, crafting, doing everything artistically I was forced to stop just to be in nature and appreciate the air again and celebrate the wheel, equinox, solstice, and learning more about goddesses, mythology, herbs, and history of laws and crafting, innocence, being persecuted, coven life, etc. Hearing it all was simply pure soul currency to me. I'd put myself in a very dark box for a long time, and the abuse and trauma bonding and all the things were horribly demoralizing in that 25-year marriage. I shoved my intuitiveness and my gifts in that dark box with my broken heart. And to be honest, I'm glad lockdown happened, at least for me. I'm sorry for everybody who suffered and I feel for them deeply. But for me, it saved my life. And I got to find out who I was and remind myself of what I like and why I'm here. When I view you both on Instagram, I'm constantly reminded about self-care, mental health awareness, love, practicality, intuitiveness, nature, and all the things I crave that make us as humans whole when they're truthful with themselves. In bliss today, Selena. Congratulations and well done. I am so honored <laughs> to receive that message. Um, I, I think it gives us way too much credit. Um, it does. <laughs> <laughs> because, damn, that's so much work. That's so much work to change your life in such a huge way to take care of yourself and love yourself that much. But fuck, if I am not so grateful that we got to be on your team for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the emotions that are coming up for me is, is this feeling of like, I know how you feel. Like I relate to what she's saying here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so that term soul currency, really beautiful, really apt. Um, I'm just so floored by it. Like it really does take me into shock to, to think about the reach that this project has. Um, which is not to say that I think it's some, you know, household name or anything. It's not, it's a little independent podcast, but it does reach so much farther than I know about it. It clearly has really beautifully impacted this life the lives that we've heard about in our other messages today and all the messages we receive in our inbox, 
all of the things our friends and clients say to us about listening to the show. And then just so much more that we don't, we'll never know about. Um, and obviously as somebody who listens to podcasts, I do understand that. I understand how meaningful it is to have those familiar voices in your ears when you're having a bad day, when you're having a good day, when you just want to like laugh and learn something. And also when you just need some regulation, it really is such an honor to have any place in anybody's life. Um, and to know that this has been supportive of somebody going through such major changes, you know, these are things that in so many ways I'm seeing my struggle reflected too in this email. Um, and I always say, like, I think people are absolutely capable of change. I just don't think most people will choose to. And Selena, you fucking changed. You have made those hard choices and done the intense heavy lifting, which I know is not over because it's never over, right? But just to have even the smallest uh, bit of magic shared in that space just feels so, so special. So thank you for this beautiful email. It means the world. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love what you're saying, Callie. It's like, I say to my clients, you know, I can open doors for you, but you have to walk through them. Plenty of people choose not to, and that's okay. Maybe that's not the door you need to walk through. Maybe that's not the door, the door that's right for you or that you're ready to walk through, but I don't, I don't walk you through it. You do it actually, that's your work, you know, and that's true empowerment is that people feel, at least I think that true empowerment is that, you know, so again, so proud of all of your change. And also you did that shit, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And Amber, you and I, we have done this fucking show. We have made this from scratch through so many tears. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so many broken <laughs> Wi-Fi connections and so much static electricity. We have lost two episodes to the ether. The the witch episode and as in the movie and our episode on cults, which I still like I refer to as the lost cult tapes and it breaks my heart because I know it was really good. Yeah, it I mean it was really good. And also we lost oh god, it was the um Remember when we played Mad Libs for Patreon content with C, with your partner? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your spouse. And then that was lost too, but I can't remember where in in the ether that got lost. But yeah, we we have, you know, made um, episodes that didn't come to fruition and spent time and energy creating things that we never got to share. And, um, and also compared to how much we did produce, it's like... It's not that bad. That's pretty good. I mean, I literally learned audio engineering from, you know, a month of YouTube. So like, and, and by a month of YouTube, it's not like I was sitting on YouTube tirelessly raking every corner of the internet. I was like, what's the least I need to know to record my voice on a computer? <laughs> right? Neither of us are professionals in this way, you know, and we also chose to present about a topic that we are learners of. We are also on the path to understanding these concepts and weaving them in and integrating them with what we already know. It's been a process. I mean, learning how to have a podcast is, it's a full-time job. Like I'm amazed by those who do their own and it's just them because you and I <laughs> struggle with having the work, you know, and it's, 
it's not like the time input is necessarily equal. We just share the burden, but it's still so much. Um, and that being said, it's so rewarding and it's so fun and it's something I'm so immensely proud of, um, because it's effort to make something just about every week. It's consistency is super hard, especially for my ADHD ass. And life doesn't stop just because you want to start a podcast. Yeah. I love this podcast. It doesn't pay my rent. No. It doesn't parent my child. It doesn't take care of my mental health exactly. It helps. It enhances. But there's so much that we have had to do outside of this podcast just to stay well, stay stabilized, and continue to build our professions. Mm -hmm. I started a clinical practice in the last year that went from three clients to over 30. And that's a big deal. Actually, I have learned. <laughs> it's so much more than giving someone a link to talk to you every week. It's actually huge. Um, business licenses, accountants, like things I never thought I could ever master starting my own business. And I have, and I've done that while parenting a child who's almost ready to launch and going through my own personal traumas and um, building this podcast and building this audience and feeling like I'm carrying it all the time. Like it's always in my pocket oh. constantly, right? <laughs> like there's, it's always just, huh, exactly. That's the point. It's a pocket, Kevin. <laughs> It's like when they say the name of the movie in the movie. It's amazing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. But but that's kind of how I'm resonating with you about like it has this <laughs> what's coming up for me is emotional toll, but that's not exactly what I mean. <laughs> like right. you can feel it with you even though it, it's not a 40 hour a week job. This began as a professional hobby and it kind of is. It's also just an extension of who we are at this point. And I think that beyond the practical aspects of it, you know, that we make time for it, that we learn these skills for it, um, it's also really enhanced our individual and collective spiritual practices. I have learned so much more about religion in the past year than I ever learned growing up in my Southern Baptist church because it's resonated with me. I have a genuine curiosity, which is stoked by, you know, the fires of curiosity and the welcoming attitude of pagan religions. And by you, you know, having the responsibility of showing up with new experiences, I think that that is one of the things that has been the most motivating and also the thing that when I do get to that burnout point is the hardest because instead of saying like, oh, okay, my brain isn't like having a lot of fun lately, like what's going on because I'm still a traumatized person and I'm still in fucking therapy and I'm still a human, I go, oh no, something's wrong with me. Shame, 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 shame. Instead of thinking like, oh, I'm not seeking joy right now. I wonder what's going on. But that's something that we've talked about behind the scenes as well. You know, how do we stoke our fires and discover more together and separately and continue to build this with respect for ourselves and for the magic that we make? It's such a fueling process. 
Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, this has been the most magical year of my life and I don't mean pain-free and I don't mean the most fun. Mm -hmm. I mean the most magic intensive in terms of ritual practice, consistency, needing to have something to talk about on the podcast is a disciplined practice of research for me, for both of us. Expanding what we know, considering new angles, learning from our guests, <laughs> needing to bring something more than like, hey, I feel like crap this week. Like, like you need to have a topic, you know what I mean? <laughs> to, to have a podcast. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not a very fun podcast to listen to. So... I love that. I love that I have like this person I really love and um, feel safe with and trust that I can have a container where I can practice being consistent. And consistency doesn't always mean every day or even every week. There are plenty of times where, you know, the podcast comes out late or we skip a week here and there, whatever. But we've been incredibly consistent, actually, incredibly, which is, I think, big, yes, both for survivors and for anyone you know, consistency is really hard under capitalism. Consistency is uh, like, you, you got to be with yourself to be consistent. You have to bring yourself to something every time and you have to tolerate not feeling okay about who you are in that moment. Sometimes I want to avoid a topic or a project or anything because I just don't want to be with myself. I don't want those feelings to be provoked. I want to just tap out. And there have been plenty of weeks where I didn't want to record because I was tired or resistant or scared or whatever. And learning that I can still be creative when I'm shutting down is really, really helpful. Learning that I don't have to be creative and I can just shut down also really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's not a black and white, like, guide, you know. This has been so much uh, a building of the self-care skill because we do have to be aware of it. Um, and so uh, you're so right that we've been incredibly consistent. 45 episodes in 52 weeks. Oh, my God. Well, when you put it like that... Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. I know. And every time we take a break, I'm like, wow, I feel so guilty that our poor listeners don't have an episode to listen to. Like at most that affects like five seconds of a couple people's day where they're like, oh, I was looking forward to that. Darn. Like <laughs> that's the maximum impact that has. But as the people creating this content, it can feel like we are letting people down or that we're asking too much. That's how I feel, especially with Patreon. I feel like if people are giving us three to six dollars a month or even 15, some of them, damn, and we aren't producing content, like how disappointing that must be when in reality, it's kind of wild. Every single one of our listeners tends to, like in my experience, completely understand that we're human beings. Yeah, agreed. And honestly, um, that's the kind of audience I want to cultivate. That's the kind of audience that I am for the people that I listen to. For Lindsay Mack, especially, she's going to have a baby. And for Amanda, who we are on a first-name first basis with. <laughs> AYG. Yeah, yeah, AYG. <laughs> and uh, ghost, uh, real-life ghost stories, right? Like just, yeah. just noticing that 
the podcasters I listen to, uh, even which bitch amateur hour, God, I could just keep labeling them off. Uh, Fair Folk is one that I've been listening to. And the and I'm coming at a time when they're like, I'm taking a sabbatical. I may not keep recording this. And I'm like, cool. So just knowing that the people that are creating are also people. That's the audience that I want. I don't want to have to be perfect here because I'm really fucking not. And I don't think that's healthy. And I think it's really um, destructive for, for us to expect our healers to not need their own healing. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the stuff that we've got coming up because there are some really exciting things. Um, what do you want to start with? There are so many things to talk about. Yeah. I mean, what are you excited to talk about over the next year? Just like, what are some topics that you're stoked on and I can share the same? Okay. So the next topic that we're going to do next week, which I'm very excited about is I'm going to be sharing about grimoires, the history of them, how to make your own, um, what I've learned about them. And we'll be talking about books of shadows. Also, they're different. Um, but also are they, Mm. listen next week to find out the answer. Um, (laughs) and I'm also going to be talking about autumnal magic. So not necessarily just, you know, celebrating the equinox, but also how do you make magic this time of year? I like the idea of seasonal magics. Um, we also have in the, uh, in the backlog for guests, um, our next guest is going to be Christine Grace, who is the author of the forthcoming The Witch at the Forest's Edge, which comes out in November. And we're going to have her on the show to talk about hedge witchery. Um, we also have Casey Zabala of The Wanderer's Tarot is going to be coming on our podcast, but we haven't decided what topic to talk about yet. So if you have any questions or suggestions about tarot, definitely send those our way. Um, but those are the things I know about that I'm going to be participating in this year. But what topics do you want to bring to the table, Amber? Oh, yeah. Um I would like to talk about psychology more. I would actually like to use my expertise more because I think that part of me feels like that's not magic. And so I need to pick a topic that is esoteric. However, I actually don't believe that. If I think about it, I believe that it is just a different kind of magic. It's a form of witchcraft that I'm not even really talking about yet. We need to do an episode on Alejandro Hodorowski. You're right. The Holy Mountain? Are you kidding? I mean, psychomagic is an entire thing. I'm a drama therapist and we haven't done a drama therapy episode, for instance. I'm a trauma specialist. We haven't had a trauma episode, actually. You know, and and also I'm well versed in these topics and I don't have to research them. I teach and lecture about them. So I'm, I'm just curious why I avoided that for a year, but also I was genuinely curious about all these other topics too. So yeah, I, I don't regret, there are no regrets ever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited to sink more into how therapy is witchcraft and how healing and integrating and um, using just different models and forms of healing. So I'm curious to make that topic more magical for myself. I work it into every episode, but it's never the primary focus. Yeah. I love that. We both work in 
emotional healing and, um, which isn't even like the, how I would actually describe it, <laughs> but it's a nice quick phrase to throw out there. Um, and it is magic. I call myself an emotional support, witch cause it's magic. Yeah. 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 Speaking of, I'm going to do a little bit of a shameless plug if you don't mind. Oh, please. Uh, so I have transitioned a few clients to every other week. So I now have a good bit of space in my client roster. So if you are looking for a counselor, coach, intimacy expert with 10 years of experience, thank you very much. You can reach out to me at www.callylittle.com and I have a form that you can fill out and we can get started. Uh, you can be located anywhere in the whole world and we can work together. I do everything sliding scale. Hells yeah. Find this emotional support witch and let her work her magic on you. Yeah. <sighs> I, I do not have room. <laughs> so I yeah. am more booked than I probably should be. Um, and I'm, I'm doing this new thing where I am like, okay, these are my open slots. I can't do anything else. I have a wait list though. It's actually really hard for me to wait list people because I, I, I genuinely want to work with everyone. Yeah. Everyone I meet, I'm like, oh my God, yes. I want to go on this journey with you. I have like a lot of enthusiasm as a therapist. And also, you know, my current client base deserve my energy and mm -hmm. I want to be there for them and be present. So I'm setting those boundaries. Well, a really nice thing for those who do want to work with you, um, but maybe can't get in to be your client. And, you know, if they don't live in Washington, they couldn't anyway, is that we are planning our very first retreat. We're going to do it. We've talked about it. We've ruminated about it. We've avoided it. We've done all <laughs> sorts of things with it, but we are going to do a retreat for in bulk. So we're planning on the weekend before in bulks. So that'll be the last weekend of January. Uh, we're going to do an in-person retreat. Of course, there are going to be guidelines. It's going to be proof of vaccination only. Um, and I'm sorry for those who maybe have immuno disorders that that excludes. Unfortunately, we have to make the best choice for the majority. Um, but if this is something that's interesting to you, we are going to be releasing information really soon and have registration open very soon. So please make sure to follow us at Pocket Coven Podcast on Instagram for all of the information about that. And hey, if you really are just dying to get your name on that list, shoot us an email at pocketcoven at gmail.com and I'll make sure that we write you down. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, like keep looking for those details. Like what we know so far is we're probably going to do a three-day retreat. It will be in the Pacific Northwest. It will probably not be in Seattle, but close. So Again, look for the details they're coming. Hopefully that's enough information to make you curious to see if you would be interested in going. We're so excited. Oh, my God. Fucking super excited. And the location that we're uh, possibly booking is really fucking cool. And, yeah, I'm so excited to start building it. It's, it's a space dedicated to magic. I mean, that's its expressed purpose is to incite spiritual experiences. That's, yeah. I'm just going to say sculpture garden. Like there's a sculpture garden. So <sighs> look out for those dates. We hope that you can join us no matter where you're located. Come on out, fly into SeaTac, and uh, it'll be just a quick little drive from Seattle proper. So 
We are so grateful. Thank you for joining us for wheel one and for being with us as we embark on wheel two. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so, so honored that you're with us. Thank you. Brooms up, witches. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're the coven in your pocket. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Count us in. We're, the, uh, <laughs> I you didn't you didn't audibly count. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. I totally didn't. Okay. Uh, let's let's just practice a couple times. How are you saying it? We're the coven in your pocket. One, two, three. We're, We're the coven, the in, coven your in your pocket. One, two, three. We're, We're the coven, the in, coven your in your pocket. <laughs> One, two, three. We're the coven, the in, coven your in your pocket. It's just there, like yeah. weird with the lag. Right. right. Um, so I think I can line that up. We're, we're the, the coven, coven in your pocket. In your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Please include a gag reel for the end of this episode of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty please. They'll love it. Okay, I will. I will. <laughs> um, and just in case the overlapping still sounds bad this time around, year two, um, let's each record a couple solos. We're the coven in your pocket. <laughs> bucket. We're the coven Buckets. in your pocket. No, 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 the coven in your pocket. You're listening to the Pocket Coven Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is great content. It's wonderful. This is the whole episode. <laughs> this is welcome to year two. This is what we do now. Ah, <laughs> ah and I love you. Ha <laughs> <laughs>